Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Tom. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the Capital City. Now joined by the one, the only, Patrick Bradley being brought to you by Whit Davis Lumber Plus and Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Good afternoon, Rick. Good afternoon, Patrick. You just never know when Pat Bradley's going to show up, do you? Well, pop, <laughs> popping in and out. You're popping in and out, huh? Well, good you for never, you. Never, never know. Well, never he was know. off. We were off Monday. Yeah. So right. I I sent a message to Patrick and I said, "Do you want to come in, be on the show from four o six until five o'clock?" And he said, "Sure, absolutely." So right. we are good. thrilled to have Patrick Bradley now. I gotta, I gotta say, last night watching Patrick on the SEC Network with Dari Noka, I was waiting for this big moment when they would go over. Uh, Dari had kind of uh, teased it. Well, at halftime, we're going to be going over the uh, preview of the SEC. And I'm thinking, man, this is going to be in depth. This is going to be. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have all kinds of video and this kind of that and. Yeah. What did you think of the uh, preview, Patrick? <laughs> well, it was more of uh, <clears throat> previewing the opening conference game. Ah, okay. I missed that part then. Yeah, we talked a little about that. and We, we, um, we sort of did a little uh, up to this point, you know, who, best team. Who's uh, hot, who's impressive. not. Yeah, and, and also, you know, which team was a, a surprise up to this point. Um, and obviously, you know, some of the more interesting games on Saturday, but, uh, opening of conference, but we also kind of spun it ahead a little bit to see which, which games, um, in the next couple of months are going to be sort of like, uh, some of the more important game or more, more intriguing games. But, uh, we, we have, we have a, a couple of really, I know it's, Again, this has been one of the one of the funner. Is it more fun or funner? You're having a lot more of fun. fun. More fun. More, more fun, fun. seasons yeah. that I can remember, and I credit these uh, a lot of these schools with, with challenging themselves in non-conference games. Had a lot of really good high-profile non-conference matchups, which are extremely fun. Um, as we sit now, there are nine projected SEC teams in the NCAA tournament, which we thought the Hogs would be <laughs> one of those. But, uh, you know, y- you look at this conference is going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be some great matchups this weekend. There's some, I, I maybe it's just, I hope I'm not overstating it, but it's, there are some pretty important matchups. You know, I mean, you take Arkansas. Yeah, <clears throat> Auburn. That's a big. You, you take care. That's the thing, Rick. You've got, you know, we got plenty of opportunities to to put ourselves back in the conversation. Yeah. Uh, but you got to take care of home. I mean, you get a top twenty-five Auburn team coming in, and you hopefully maybe we 
found something with Keon Minifield that wasn't there in the you know previous month or so. Uh, so, you know, there's there's plenty of opportunities. I'm excited. I'm excited for Saturday and our game. Ole Miss goes to Tennessee, an undefeated Ole Miss. Yeah. You know yeah. how, how are they going to look on the road? A number six Kentucky goes on the road to a, a Florida team that's a projected tournament team. You know how is how is the young Kentucky team going to play on the road? So it's going to be it's going to be a very very fun Saturday. Patrick, how good is this Auburn team? I, I watched last night against Penn. Penn was down at least one, if not more, starters. And we've seen that quite a bit uh, in the preseason, uh, seeing that uh, the injured player had played, I guess, a couple nights ago against Houston, and they were beat like 81-42, Penn was. How good is this Auburn team? They started off last night simply more than red hot. Now we're using that more yeah, again. Yeah, they did. I mean, they were red hot sizzling from the three-point land. They came out in the second half and uh, cooled off quite a bit, but then they turned to the inside game and fairly well put the game away. But uh, how good is this Auburn team? They're they're real good, legit top 25 team. They, 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 yeah, they shot the ball well from the three last night, and they started out the game well, and they've got... Um, you know, typically their 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 big guys were making some threes last night. They don't make a bunch of them. I think it was just you know their night when it came to that. Um, but they're athletic on the wings. They've got six ten, six eleven. That really a physical in the paint offensive rebound. They're a good uh, shot blocking team, uh, and they've got. You know, a couple guys on the wings, six eight, six seven. Um, they create a lot of turnovers, very aggressive defensively. You know, which is something we come to know from Bruce Pearl's team. So we're going to have to take care of the basketball. And, and one thing they have is in is a freshman point guard, who's a McDonald's All American. He is. You know, he, I, I believe he's the number one freshman uh, ranked in the top in terms of assist-to-turnover ratio. And he's, you know, I think he's third in the SEC when it comes to assist-to-turnover ratio. So, again, you know, we've seen Bruce Pearl's offenses. When he's got that point guard that understands how to use that high ball screen, and they run that play where they come off the high ball screen, they send... One guy straight to the basket for the alley oop, and then they and then they bring another guy to the top of the key, and the guard just it's up to him to make the right decision. Well, they have a point guard that's good enough to do that, and so I, I hope that you know that was one of the the challenges is from a defensive standpoint for the Hogs was defending that that ball screen. Um, so you know and they run it as, as good as anybody that we've seen all year. Patrick is uh, Johnny Broom Broom. Is he a four or five? He 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 likes to play almost like a uh, four or five combo, where he he does play a little bit on the wing, but he seems to be most effective down inside in the five spot. Yeah, there's no doubt that that's where he does most of his damage. I mean, his numbers this year, uh, he's he's. He's seven to twenty-six from the three-point line. That's good for about twenty-seven percent. So he's, you know, if he's shooting, and he made his uh, what two last night, his first two or three, whatever it was. So I mean, if you're going to give anything, he, he's six six ten two forty. So you want him as far away from the basket yeah. as possible. Okay, there's no doubt about that. Um, but they also got another six eleven two fifty-five in Dylan Cardwell. Who's pretty athletic, strong, aggressive at the rim. Um, so, yeah, I think Janai Broom is uh, the name. You know, going into it, I think he was a might have been a preseason first team SEC player. Um, but they've got good depth in the backcourt. You know, not only that that point guard I was talking about, Aiden Holloway, but they've got two guys back from last year. Played a lot of minutes. 
Um, but yeah, I would I would say Jani Broom is he's he's a tough matchup just because he's got good footwork. He's crafty, left-handed, strong. Uh, yes, he will step out, you know. But I I don't watch him go ahead and make three more on Saturday, right? But <laughs> you know I, that's <laughs> that wouldn't be the biggest concern. All right, Patrick, number five Tennessee, number six Kentucky. Then you drop all the way down to about. 22, 24, 25, something like that. Is there that big of a gap in the conference to begin with? Is it Tennessee and Kentucky? Is everybody chasing the Wildcats and the Volunteers? Well, we'll get that answered on Saturday. Ole Miss goes to Tennessee. Good point. Uh, I, You know what? More and more, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it just... It, I know the AP Top 25 has been around for a long time. Uh, it just it just seems like you know there's not much separation, or um, you know there's probably you know the top ten teams are, are right there, but I don't think it's like you know maybe in other years where there's just a couple teams that are. So far, head and shoulders above everybody. I don't. I don't think it's it's like that this year. Um, and then you know you. It's still there's going to be a lot of things uh, once once all those schools start playing in conference. Don't forget Houston's got a they're in the Big Twelve. They got an unbelievable schedule. Hmm. Uh, we saw Arizona take take a couple of shots early on. Purdue's you know that's it's going to be a challenge for them. So. I think it's going to be a lot of changes. I uh, wouldn't be surprised, you know, Mississippi State, they just got their big man back. They're going to get back in top 25 at some point, potentially. So I, I still, I don't think there's much separation, even when you're talking about, like, the number 16 versus number 23 team, because when well, you watch that Ole Miss team play, <laughs> they got some players. They got a seven, They got two seven four. They got a 7-5 guy. They got a seven footer who was the Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year at seven feet tall. Um, they got two guys, you know, that are in contention for All SEC in their backcourt. So, uh, you know, they they I, I think Ole Miss is for real too. So, uh, but that being said, you know, going to Tennessee, who's probably the most complete team in the SEC. I would I would feel confident saying they are the most complete team in the SEC right now. Hmm. So that's uh that's gonna be that's gonna be um a challenge, probably the toughest place to play. They're gonna be hard to score on watching their defense last hmm. night. And I realized they were playing children of the poor, but uh <laughs> they they play good defense. That is that's been a Rick Barnes trademark though for a long time. Did children of the poor did they get a good paycheck out of this anyway? <laughs> I'm hoping they so. did. Maybe they'll be children of the medium income next time they come to Knoxville. Huh? Yeah, Norfolk yeah, State is what they but, played. Yeah, but Pat, don't you think though that because basketball only takes say six to eight players to really be pretty good, it's just it's not even a top twenty-five anymore. It's a top forty. Yeah. It's a top fifty. Uh, we saw UNC Wilmington, Arkansas beat them, but they had beaten Kentucky earlier. They've got good players on that team. And yeah. it's just hard to say that there are teams that just are, are terrible anymore, maybe if you're out of the top 150 or something. Right, exactly. I think that's that's an important um, comment because, you know, when you're voting, and I don't know how many – voters you have in the AP Top 25, I just, you know, it's probably not as accurate and probably changes a lot because it's just tough to be able to determine where these teams are, especially right now. Well, how many of the voters even know about White at UNC Wilmington? The guy who scored yeah. 26 at Kentucky right. and 27 at Arkansas. They don't even know he exists. Oh, UNC Wilmington. Oh, they're, they must be okay. That's kind of what they think. And so a victory over them means nothing to an yeah. AP voter, <clears throat> whereas anybody studying the game would say that's a good win. Which leads me to, I'm sure you watched that game, what are your thoughts 
on this brand new point guard at Arkansas named Minifield. <laughs> well, you know, it's we we can all agree he's not going to average thirty two a game. No, it would be oh, nice. No. Really, be nice. No. really, that's not George Gervin. <laughs> yeah, what I love, what I what I really so we'll take um, from an offense from a scoring standpoint. Get to the free throw line seventeen times. I think a lot of that was at the end of the game. Uh, there was a couple of chippy fouls that that you know he got to the free throw line at the end there, but he got to the free throw line. Uh, he's shown he can make a three in transition uh, on his own off his own uh, dribble. But the other thing that I like to see was he he seems to be one of the few that he'll come off a screen and he's aware, okay, I'm throwing the lob. I got that. I can kick it, swing it for a three for somebody else. I got that. If I have a driving lane, we saw his ability to get to the lane and a little floater. He's got a really nice touch. So, you know, it, and I think, you know, it's some of the other players, really good offensive players, but the ability to be aware enough to say, I get the lob, I get the skip pass, but I'm still in position to score. And he leaves, he, you know, he has the ability to leave all those options open. He's not like, okay, I'm committed to, I'm, I'm just looking to score. Or he's not like, come off there and saying, okay, I'm looking, I'm looking for this lob. And there was a play in the game where one of our guys threw a lob because he was he made the determined. He says, "I'm going to throw a lob," and it was like for half poor kid. Oh, I thought I thought Coach Musselman was going to rip his jersey off off of right then and there during the game. But I, I think he's got the mentality of a point guard to say, "I'm I'm going to keep all these options open." And he made the right decisions. You know, he had three turnovers. He had five assists, though. But I think, you know, he has the mentality of a facilitator. But also, as we could see, he can score. Whereas I think the other guys, I don't think they're selfish. I just think that their mentality is, you know, I'm going to try to score on this. And and I think that's why, you know, we've talked about this before where we see you know, one guy dribble, 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 try to score. I'm going to my left. I can't go to my right. And it's almost like they pass it only when they tried all they can to score. Whereas I think Minifield understands how to put himself in a situation to to uh, not get caught and, and, and make the, the best decision offensively. So hopefully, I mean, that's hopefully that continues. All right, Patrick, can I, can I make this comparison? And this is someone near and dear to your heart. Minifield is right-handed. This young man was left-handed. But the ability to change speeds, directions on a dime, and he may be a little bit better sco- uh, score than what your uh, younger buddy used to be. And uh, he can take it to the basket just like your old teammate do you know where I'm leading with this? Oh, yeah. My man, Kareem, Kareem Reed. Kareem Reed. <laughs> because it has been a while. And if you think about this, Pat. Think about it, Rick. When's the last time Arkansas has had that kind of speed at the point guard position? Ooh, it's been a while. I'm, I'm trying. Courtney Fortson was pretty quick, and he got yeah. to the basket quite a bit. He He's the one guy, I think, uh, between uh, Reed and... Minifield, <clears throat> but I'm I'm not sure we've seen many as fast as Minifield, including those two. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and one one thing, Kareem. There was very few players that I saw that Kareem was able to bait the defense. I mean, there's a reason why he has so many assists, and there's a reason why I was able to get so many wide open shots, or Derek Hood was able to get so many dunks. Kareem had the ability to bait. Two guys. He would draw two guys, um, and then he and then he would find it. And, and so you know that is a unique skill to being a, a big time facilitator. And and I saw a little bit of that in Minifield. I hope uh, that's you know 
a big part of his game because, you know, if you can draw a double team, you're worth your weight in gold because if the double team doesn't come, Minifield and Kareem were both quick enough and good enough finishers to where if you didn't bring another guy over, they'd go by their guy and score. So, yeah, the comparison there is that, and I think that's the art of being a point guard, a facilitator, a lead guard, is demanding the double team and understanding how to bait that defense and get it to the, the wide-open teammate on time on target. Well, even with Coach Muss, you can go back, again, many years, how those super quick point guards have terrorized Arkansas. And I don't necessarily mean scoring 32 points a game. I'm talking about doing what you're talking about, drawing defenders, dishing, kicking, driving, whatever it may be. And uh, the first time I saw him in Little Rock, I thought, well, actually North Little Rock, but I thought, wow, this kid's quick. Is it just my imagination? Okay, he's got fresh legs, uh, per se. You know, he hadn't been going through the grind, yada, yada, yada. Uh, then the next game he does the same thing, and then he goes off uh, the other night against Wilmington. And I was just thinking, it's been a long time since Arkansas has had that kind of quickness, that kind of speed at the point guard position. Yeah, it certainly helps. But what I like more than that is decision-making. True. Because you can be fast and a, a very poor decision-maker, and <laughs> it doesn't mean it blows up in your face. Well, I do believe he played 30-plus minutes the other night, and there is a total of three turnovers through 35 minutes compared to five assists. So, not bad to score 32 points. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue. The 34th Annual Reliance Bank Arkansas Big Buck Classic presented by Oaklawn is giving you a chance to win some exciting door prizes. Next week, listen for the Big Buck Sounder for your cue to call in and qualify to win a Browning A-Bolt Rifle, a $1,000 gift certificate from Hunter's Refuge, or an Arkansas Game and Fish Lifetime Hunting License. The Arkansas Big Buck Classic, January 26th through the 28th at the State Fairgrounds. Brought to you by Bradford Marine and ATV, Tracker Off-Road, Hunter's Refuge, Remington, Taka Hunting Gear, and Outlaw Beer. Ring in the new year as live racing continues at Oaklawn. First post daily at 12.30 p.m. I'm Nancy Holthus, and I can't think of a better way to celebrate 2024 than the Oaklawn way. You can now wager at bet.oaklawn.com. Don't miss out on the giant birthday bash. Help us celebrate all thoroughbreds on January 1st as we wish them a happy birthday. Also on New Year's Day, Three-year-olds take their first steps toward the Kentucky Derby in the Smarty Jones. Want free pass performances and earn points for cash back for every dollar wagered? You got it with bet.oaklawn.com. New members can earn up to a $150 sign-up bonus by using promo code BUZZ24. iPhone and iPad users search for our app and download from the App Store. Android users, go to bet.oaklawn.com and save us to your home screen. I'll see you in the winner's circle. Twas the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick. A peculiar problem for old Saint Nick. All his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys, everyone wanted new Hyundais. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales event at Chris Kreme. But when he saw the SUVs of Hyundai, Santa declared, I too shall upgrade my sleigh. So if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight, just know it's Santa on his way in a new Palisade from Chris Crane Hyundai. If you're looking to update your home decor, then go see our friends at Coffin by Design West. At Coffin by Design West, they have design specialists on staff that can help you with your decisions on any updates to your home. They have over 7,000 square feet of beautiful new home decor pieces such as sofas, dining tables, design throw pillows, lighting, and chairs that arrive daily. For those of you who like the aromatique candles, you can find those and also gift cards located at West Pass Taylor Loop, 14900 Kentrell Road, or go to the web at coffinlumber.com. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. 
No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractors, your leading Kubota dealers in central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Bring in the new year with River Valley Tractor. In Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff, visit rivervalleytractor.com today. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by the one and only Patrick Bradley, being brought to you by our good friends at Whit Davis Lumber Company Plus, along with Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. In fact, Patrick, if you would talk about the good folks at Al- I mean, make that uh, Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Will do. Thank you, Randy. And if you've got big goals this year, 2024, on updating your home, well, Whit Davis is the place to start. You can start the process with a lumber yard, lumber yard that's been in business for over seven decades. Whit Davis can recommend a top-notch contractor to get your home building or remodeling process started. They know the world is full of choices and appreciate it when you choose to place your trust with them. Whit Davis Lumber Plus in business for over 70 years. Website, WhitDavis.com. And thanks again to Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Um, Patrick, we've got to do this on behalf of Rick. And the reason why I say that is because any time, any time, it can be morning, noon, or night, it can be Monday through Sunday, it doesn't matter what day, when Rick finds out that a Georgia Bulldog <laughs> has entered the transfer portal, football, football. football yeah. he, he, I mean, immediately, sign him, sign go him. get him, go sign. get him. Sign him. <laughs> now, why wouldn't you? So, yeah. do you feel the same way, Rick, about Alabama? Football transfers, yes. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Well, today, not one, but two. Now, he may need to convert to basketball so that he can work on his dribbling, but mm. uh, Alabama offensive lineman Seth McLaughlin has... Was he inter- the center? He was the center, yeah. Uh, you don't want him unless you play him at guard or tackle. <laughs> He had a tough time the other there night. There are exceptions, yeah. I don't good know if grief. Nick said, good grief, I can't take this another year. Why well, don't you Seth go? Probably, look, I'll bet you he would have had to cancel all his social media after that game. Oh, don't yeah. you think? Oh, he would have been an incredible, because people are cruel. And the guy, he was horrible. And people are very cruel about it. That doesn't mean you should, you know, on his Twitter, go after him or anything like that. But I'll bet he had to cancel all of it. And look at what I just said. Take anybody from Alabama. And I said, well, <laughs> well, hold on. Now, if he can play guard or tackle, that'll be fine. Okay. Well, he has, entered, he has entered the transfer portal. I don't blame him. And um, he probably cleaned out his room as soon as he got home, and he'll, <laughs> he'll go anywhere but back to Alabama. Yeah, he started all the games this year for Bama. Wow. And uh, 25 over the last three years. Uh, then the other Alabama player is another offensive lineman, Terrence Ferguson. Uh, he's six four three twenty with two years of eligibility remaining, and uh, he has entered the transfer. You know, normally portal. I'd say go get him, but their offensive line was, was it much? I mean, Arkansas's was pretty bad this year. Was they were pretty was bad? Much better. They were pretty bad. They gave up a lot of sacks, didn't yeah. they? Five in the first half. 
40 uh, well, something during the yeah, year. To Michigan. That's unheard of yeah, there. Five to Michigan. So, and Michigan only had like 16 going into the game. Oh, my God. At gosh. some point after, I mean, it seemed like it was a couple times a series where the, the shotgun snap was either too high, too low, yeah. left, right. My God. At some point, you just say, just Who's get the on the center. center. Who's the backup center? Yeah. That, that's or do you, do you have Milrow go t- take snaps under center? Is he capable of doing that? Well, if that's not your offense, and if you haven't practiced it much all year, it's pretty hard to go into a But point. how did the guy okay, get hey, to that point, this. though, of being the starting center all know. season long? Granted, we don't watch much, at least I don't. I don't watch much Alabama football. Uh, but I don't remember that being an issue well, we when they were enough. when they were yeah. playing well, but against was, Auburn, but and I watched most of that game. That's why they had fourth and thirty-one because of a snap over the quarterback. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh wow. So oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, so that that's you know yeah, it's been a problem. Just like who was it, Latham that moved to center this year for Arkansas and had no, the same it was, problem or not? Limmer, Bo Limmer. Yeah, okay, Limmer. Yeah, moves to center and there was a lot of snap problems with him. Yeah. You know that that's the basic, if that's the basic thing you have to have is your center's got to get the ball to the quarterback. I told you yeah. yesterday on the show what Stephen A. Smith said. He's been in journalism for over thirty years on ESPN for twelve, and he's never ever mentioned the name of a center before. <laughs> and, and now you know that, that now that's all he can think about is the guy can't snap the ball. And you look at that last play and say, well, was it a great play call or not? Would it have mattered? The ball he had to pick the ball up off his shoe tops before yeah. he could even. It was a little anything. bit to his right, was it not? Yeah, yeah, right. So how do you on your last play? That's the last play he's going to be remembered for. So you I, know, I don't hey, know if you guys saw Tim Hasselback on ESPN did a breakdown of that play, and it was pretty good breakdown. It and it, he kind of circled it. Yes, the the snap held up Milrow for even if it was a fraction of a second to get outside um but he, he I mean he kind of did a good job of breaking down how I forget what uh Michigan player it was basically just blew up I think it was the right tackle maybe and it just blew up the play mm-hmm. yeah. yes and yeah. and and if if you know if that didn't happen then Milrow has an opportunity to sort of get get to the outside maybe not have to go Inside, but I don't know. You probably look at it a bunch of different ways. The bottom line is they did not execute that at all. Oh my god! I still question the call to begin with. I don't know why you didn't go with the rollout or something. Uh, even if I mean that basically is a try for two. It was about the three yard line. Yeah, that's what it was. And it was a two point conversion. Not often do you see a running play from three yards out when most teams are close if not in the goal line defense that um, I mean you spread about as much as you can and and then trying to find a gap rather than trying to run up the middle particularly as porous as that offensive line had been all night long but anyway so be it that's how it happened uh, I meant to mention this yesterday and um, we got busy but I want to mention it now and that is and we've had so many people so many people particularly after this loss of Courtney Crutchfield uh, to Missouri in this most recent early signing period for football, um, you need to go sign 15 players. That, there's, there's at least 15 players you need to go sign Parkview. I don't know if there's 15. They've offered three of them, haven't they? They've offered Montario Elston. And you're talking about quick and it can stop on a dime and, and just do some uh, amazing things. I had a huge game in the um, championship finale against Shiloh, including a 67-yard touchdown. But he has been offered by Arkansas. And here's what his coach had to say about him. Uh, that's Brad Bolding. He says, we think man-man, talking about Robinson, Ontario, Omarion, I'm sorry, Robinson. And then the third Patriot is a sophomore linebacker, Jacor Smith. But he said, we think man-man Robinson is the best athlete in Arkansas. And we think Money Elston is the best football player. 
He does things on the field you can't coach. He has God-given ability in the, and that most football players dream of. He has elite speed. He's very strong. He's a competitor. If Arkansas can land him, he will make an impact on the Hogs. Let's hope they do. Yeah, they've offered. He was the third uh, on Parkview's team that's been offered a scholarship. So those who say they ought to go after those Parkview players, the Hogs are doing that. Hmm. Well, they are very, very talented. That's an understatement. And uh, there is a lot of talent. I don't know if there are 15 uh, D1 FBS type of players. But um, in speaking of, and this is in the recruiting process as well, and Trey Biddy talked about this today's Wednesday. I guess he talked about it yesterday. Arkansas is down to to 10 visits, and it looks like they're going to bring seven more players in. One of the players they are bringing in is from Mississippi State, another offensive lineman. His name is Percy Lewis. Percy is a mere 6'8", 345 pounds. Made seven starts. He appeared in 12 games for Mississippi State this past season. First started, his first game start was against Western Michigan back on October the 7th. And the other offensive lineman, and we talked about him extensively uh, yesterday, and that is Mizuna. Mr. Mizuna. Micah Mizuna. And he is a transfer from Florida. And um, he played right guard. And he played 11 of 12 games for the Florida Gators. I can't remember. I guess, once again, I just didn't see enough of Florida to know how good their offensive line was. But uh, didn't their best running back, ETN, didn't he, didn't he go in the transfer portal? And he'll show up next year for Georgia. Hmm. I believe, uh, yeah. Is, is it right? Georgia? I know he went hmm. in the portal. I think it's Georgia. Yeah. Woo. Uh, yeah, Patrick. Patrick, do you agree with this? This from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Bud Walton, I will get us past Auburn. So are you, <laughs> Bud Walton? Or are you Eddie from Amity? <laughs> well, Bud well, Walton. I hope it's talking about the arena and not Bud. He's been gone a while. <clears throat> right. Will, will Bud Walton be enough to get Arkansas by Auburn? Well, there's two things that um, play in our favor. The aforementioned talented point guard Auburn has, who's a playmaker, facilitator, much like uh, what we talked about, you know, similar to a Kareem Reed. And, um. So he's going on the road, you know, in, in arguably the toughest environment that he's ever played in in his life. And another challenge is he's going to be matched up against a player that um, is coming off the best game of his life <laughs> in Keon Minifield. So, yeah, I think I think that that could certainly play into it. You know those tough atmospheres. You know they they it's it's real. I mean there there are teams that still can go in a tough environment and win. There's no doubt, but it certainly makes it more difficult for the opponent. It's a lot better than the jungle, and the way they were touting Auburn's home court advantage with the quote jungle. And I realize a lot of those kids could have been at home for the holiday break, but. 1037 The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, The Meat People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions 
Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. When you're in the market for a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram, we hope you give us a chance to earn your business. Here's some things to consider. Fletcher Dodge has been family-owned dealer here in Sherwood for over 25 years. We know how to take care of our customers to keep them coming back. Every Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealer pays the same price for their vehicles. It's the dealer that makes the difference. We'll give you the best deal up front. No haggling, no arguing. We make it easy to buy a new vehicle. And we'll pay you more for your trade-in. Compare our deal to anybody's and you'll buy from us. Come see us today for the deal of a lifetime on new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Frank Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. We want to be your dealer for life. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Just tell us what you're looking for and we'll make you a deal. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Now, back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports in the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Patrick Bradley. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined now by Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Neil, it almost looks like it's the off-season to a degree. I I go to Bet Saracen's (laughs) app, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, all there is, there's some NCAA specials, football specials, NBA specials, NHL specials, UCF specials. Man, it's quiet out there, it seems like, for the moment. At least, it appears to be. Yeah, this is the lull right before we start conference play. Some of the some of the conferences have started conference play, but before the SEC gets ramped up this weekend, um, you know, it's a fun time of the year, but a sad time of the year because we really only got two football games left. You got the FBS championship and the national championship. We got the last weekend of NFL for the playoff positions, and then it's all about college basketball, all about the NFL playoffs, and heck, we'll blink and March Madness to be here before you know it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's one of the weird times, a little letdown after the holiday as far as the sports calendar goes. But you know, now the NBA is getting cranked up, and then we'll be talking about spring training before long. So. We'll all be back in our cycles and back in our groove here very shortly. Well, we had the uh, regular season of college football. Then we got into the bowl season. What, 42 bowls, something like that? Now look at the NCAA football bowl games. Like you mentioned, all slept is the national championship game. Yep. So, uh, got a lot, you know, got got a lot, got a lot to look at this weekend. And, um, 
Yeah, yeah. We're going to switch gears to NBA and college basketball, and then uh, and the NBA and the NFL playoffs. So uh, it's still a lot of fun to be had this month. Uh, you know, usually November and December are our biggest month in sports book. Of course, with the huge spike with March Madness, and then uh, we'll go from there. Keep an eye out. We will start putting out a lot of Super Bowl type props for the national championship game. Uh, over the next couple of days in the weekend. So keep your eye out for that. And, of course, keep your eye out for double R's. They'll be up either late tomorrow afternoon or Friday for the Auburn game on Saturday. And then that line will be out overnight on Friday night into Saturday morning, too. That's You stole my thunder. I was going to say, when is the line coming up for Auburn? And I can tell you, I'm going to work on the double R prop specials tonight. You probably will have them sometime later on tonight. And uh, then you can post them whenever, but um, now you answer my question. So I'll say goodbye. Goodbye to Neil Atkinson by way right. of com. Go get the app in the App Store and have some fun with Bet Saracen. All right, Patrick, if you want to talk about the good folks at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Thank you, Randy. You can still get in on their fantastic New Year's Auto Loan Special. It ends January 31st. That is 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models of vehicles. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. You can get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Steve Brown and the crew are looking out for you. Thank you, Patrick. And uh, let's see, this is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Adam from Little Rock. Heck, with the in-state boys that leave, we need men that want to be here. The young man from Pine Bluff uh, decided to go elsewhere, so we don't owe him anything. These kids could have made it if they would just stay home. But the grass is not always greener on the other side of the fence. We, we do need to point out, as we frequently do, that Arkansas, in a good year, probably has 8 to 10 major college prospects. In a that's very a, that's good in year. a really good yeah, year. Yeah. Okay. Although I do think there are some prospects that people don't look at that probably would be better prospects than they think. But t- let's say 8 to 10. <clears throat> so that means you got to go out of state for prospects. Should people in Louisiana be upset if Arkansas gets one of their best? Or should people in Missouri be upset if Arkansas gets one of their best? We always applaud when somebody comes from another state, like Everett, Massachusetts, or somewhere else, to come play at Arkansas. But when an Arkansan leaves, it's like, well, nobody should ever leave Arkansas. Really? Well, if nobody should ever leave their home state, then Arkansas would be playing with 25 a year from Arkansas, 10 to 15 of whom might not be SEC players. So that's why it's really hard to jump on somebody that leaves the state when what you're asking Arkansas to do is go out and get really good players from other states, right? It's always yeah. been. Yeah. yeah. Especially when <clears throat> there seemed to be such a heavy emphasis upon the state of Texas. Yeah. Now, do you want to get all those guys at Parfield? Do you want to get them? Absolutely. Do we wish Crutchfield had been a Razorback? Sure we do. But he chose not to be, so let's don't be sour about it. And, you know, the, the thing that hurts if he comes back and plays well against Arkansas as guys from Fayetteville High School that Arkansas didn't even recruit have come back mm-hmm. and played well against Arkansas from Missouri. Well, the other thing that you have to keep in mind nowadays, <clears throat> they are unhappy at... XYZ school. In this case, we'll say Crutchville ends up being unhappy yeah. at Missouri. Yeah. Puts his he's name in the transfer open. portal. Yeah. If he's been bacon fried uh, by Arkansas fans, right? They don't why in the that. world do I want to go there? I mean, they treated me so ugly. So exactly. There's two yeah. sides of this coin. Yeah, always. Exactly right. You know, we'll look at uh, Jacoby Criswell. He he left the state. Now he's back, and he may be Arkansas starting quarterback. What if everybody would have roasted him when he left? Maybe he wouldn't have come back. Every circumstance, though, is different. That's exactly right. Because Jacoby never got the offer until extremely late from Arkansas. We've heard that before. But here he is. Just like Arkansas Arkansas did that with Drake Lindsey. 
Right. Until Bobby came on the hill. Yeah. He, I'm not sure he ever got a postcard from Arkansas, no. much less hmm. an opportunity to possibly earn a scholarship. So, anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Well, um, somewhere. He's somewhere, yeah. Yeah. All right, Patrick, uh, let's go back just a little bit. Let's kind of recircle back again with this Auburn game. And I, I love trying to pick out a X factor in the game, uh, any game. So my X factor in this game, I still don't think he's back. Now I'm talking about Trevin Brazil. Mm. Do you think he's back? I, I know that Kevin talked about this, I believe, yesterday when he said, ah, 12 points and six or how many, seven, eight rebounds, whatever he had. I still don't think that is the Brazil, even we saw at the very beginning of the season. I know he had the ankle issue, and that may have set him back. I think it was the ankle issue, but anyway. Yeah, he had an ankle, uh, um, twisted it. Yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, this is a situation where if you're if Arkansas, which was the, what, preseason pick number three, he is a key cog. He's got, yeah. he's got to, I mean, I, I checked on um, – NBADraft.net. Do you realize he dropped, at least according to the NBADraft.net, he's dropped into the second round. Mm. Which is really no surprise based upon how he's performed so far. Yeah, well, I think he could benefit from a guy like Minifield, um, who I think they... they he, did he throw one, one or two alley-oops? But two. Two of them. So, because, you know, Trevin, to me, has always been a... Um, a dangerous offensive player because of the opportunity. So, you know, if you have somebody that can get in the paint, and again, let's just say you run a you run a pick and pop with Trevin Brazil, and you can pitch it back out to him at the three point line, and he can catch and shoot that. Or you can run a pick and roll with him, and he dives straight to the rim, and you could throw the lob with him. So, you know, he. He never seemed. I mean, he can improve on it, but for him to just let's say get it on the wing by himself and just break somebody down, um, which I think is is sort of been, you know, not really. I mean, he he plays off people really well because he he can play and score from any position. So I think it's 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 going to help him and uh, get better shots and easier shots for him uh, from anywhere on the court. He's needed. He will be needed for sure now that SEC play is about to begin. All right, Patrick, look forward to talking with you again. That's Pat Bradley. Thanks again to Whit Davis Lumber Plus and Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Gary Hill MSS Oil. There hasn't been an oil man specialist like this since who shot JR. Well, we figured out who shot JR, and he wasn't even shot. He was caught at Splash Car Wash getting an oil change, full detail, and wash. All the Ewings were there. JR, Sue Ellen, Bobby, Pam, Miss Ellie. Get your oil changed the next time you're at Splash and let them know JR, I mean Gary Hill, sent you. Call 